This is Derek Sherinian. You're listening to Sonic Perspectives. Welcome to another interview of Sonic Perspectives. I'm Rodrigo, and my guest today is a keyboard player with the grittiest tone on the planet. Straight out of Santa Cruz, California, Mr. Derek Sherinian. Derek, thank you so much for joining us. Rodrigo, how are you? Thanks for having me. What's happening? I'm very good, man. I'm very good. We have a lot to talk about, as always. Uh, and yes. yeah, the last time we spoke was when your previous album, The Phoenix, came out almost two years later. Um, and here we are again talking about your next one, Vortex. That's right. <laughs> very, very excited about it. Simon and I were, um, had a great time doing the Phoenix. It was amazing worldwide response. And we just wanted to keep going and put out Vortex immediately afterwards. So we just kept writing and, and putting it together. We have some new guests on this record that's never played with us before. So that's been exciting. And We love how the Vortex turned out. Yeah. And I seem to remember you saying when Phoenix came out that you had already started on the next album. And the songs on Vortex really seem to have a similar direction as well. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, I think it was uh, very much a continuation of the Phoenix. Uh, same mindset and same mm -hmm. you know, creative energy. And we just kept the flow going. Yeah, the song... Uh, Die Cobra with Michael Schenker was already, I was writing that before the Phoenix came out. So, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so, I'm always, they always kind of overlap the records because I never, there's like a seven month period from the time you finish the record before it comes out. So, you already start writing between those seven months for the next thing. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And you mentioned Simon. I mean, he was an idol of yours growing up uh, and he moved from that to having a pivotal role in your career. I believe this is the sixth album you guys work together on. It's the, the sixth and we're working on, you know, a seventh and we're going to be playing some shows. I'm very excited. The oh, first time cool. playing live with Simon. And uh, no, I love it. He's to me, he's the best drummer in the world. And I'm just Very excited to be with him in the studio, but the thought of playing with him live is even more exciting. So I'm very uh, happy about that. That'll be awesome. I know you're planning like a release party sort of thing, and you have a show in Armenia too, right? We have a couple shows. There's a, a big uh, show release party in Ventura, California at a club mm -hmm. called The Grape, which is like a small club on the beach. But okay. it's a really cool vibe. Simon's played there a few times. So we're going to play there. And Bumblefoot's going to be playing with us on guitar. We're very excited about that. And bass player Rick Fiera Bracci, who is in Chick Corea's band, The Last 10 Years of uh, Chick's Life. Cool. And cool. so the band is smoking. And we're going to play two shows, uh, or three shows in Armenia. One piano trio with no guitars. And then two with Bumblefoot. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. I believe th this bass player is the one on the video for Scorpions, right? He is. Okay. And, and uh, for people that uh, are savvy, they might recognize his name. He played guest bass on one song 
on my very first solo album, and he toured with Planet X also, I think, oh. in the early uh, 2000s. He did one U.S. run with us. Okay, cool. He's an amazing player, amazing player. Yeah. And do the ideas for the songs come all from you, or does Simon bring melodies to the table as well and stems of songs, or how does that work? Well, there's one, one song that I wrote all by myself, the Shanker song, and Simon mm -hmm. wrote the song uh, Nomad's Land all by himself. Okay. And then there's two songs where Simon and I wrote with Steve Stevens, where mm -hmm. Steve Stevens and I uh, developed a couple of things and then brought it to Simon. Then he put his, his two cents in. And it's always a good collaborative, you know, effort that way. And then there's a bunch of co-writes with just me and Simon. And the way we work is I'll come in with a couple sections, but I don't ever come in with like a finished song to him. I'll, I want to leave room because he always has great ideas and he does the same for me. And we just feed off of each other and react off of each other's ideas. And mm -hmm. then by the end of the uh, writing session, we pretty much settle on a song form and then we, we put it on the grid and we just make it come to life. And to me, it's really ex uh, so exciting to do. I love it. It's, it's what I live for. Yeah. And handling the bass duties on the album, uh, We have Tony Franklin, who has played with many of your other albums as well, and also on Planet X. Not to divert the conversation about Vortex, but I haven't given up on a Planet X reunion yet. Are there any plans for that, if at all? Well, I don't want to. Um, as far as the reunion, there's no plans for that. But Virgil and I have been having serious discussions about uh, releasing the back catalog. There's four albums. Yeah. Uh, three albums and one a live album and nobody has it they're out of print and a lot of people there's a lot of young musicians that weren't even born when we put the <laughs> records out that want yeah. to hear them yeah and they hear the legend of planet x and they hear little snippets on youtube like little shitty bootlegs or, or you know yeah. recordings but they don't have the real the thing so we want to make that music available in some capacity so we're working on it and we should have something to uh announce pretty soon to the to the uh, the world oh excellent excellent well let's go back to vortex for a minute uh die cobra the song that you mentioned you fulfilled your dream of finally having michael Schenker on an album of yours and you yes. threw in zach wild in it too <laughs> it was very good i there was a couple of uh, parts that i felt needed more guitar and Michael is all the way in England and it's very difficult to uh, when you're not in the same room as somebody to uh, get everything. So yeah. I was up at Zach's house. I go, Hey, do you feel like playing some uh, guitar on this with Shanker? He goes, Oh, it'd be awesome. So he filled in a bunch of parts and now it's, it's the song is perfect the way I want it. And yeah. I think it kicks ass, man. I think it's killer. Of course, yeah. And I love that sitar sound at the beginning, which you also used on God of the Sun from, from Sons That's of the, the same guy, uh, Ashwin <laughs> Batiste. He lives in Santa Cruz, California, my hometown. And okay. he's an amazing sitarist. So that's the same guy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that, that's, I think that's one of the most dynamic songs on the album. And it sounds quite metal towards the end, which I like. It, it's almost like a maiden priest kind of thing towards the end. So, Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah. And the title track was co-written by you and Steve Stevens. So it's natural that he played on it. Uh, to me, it sounds like a modern take on 70s fusion with a harder edge. Um, yeah, I think so. I think that's a good way to call it. Yeah. yeah. 
very high energy. It's definitely rocking. Like a lot of the seventies fusion, there's no rough edges very much. And yeah. Yeah. in our instrumental music, we're not afraid to uh, make it rock, you know? Yeah. 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 And uh, Fire Horse is another cool track too. Uh, we have Nuno Betancourt on it. I, I believe you played together on the Generation X tour, but it's your first time collaborating in studio, right? Yes, it was. I think he's fantastic. Uh, Nuno and I are cut from the same cloth, born in the same year, 66. Oh, wow. That's the year of the Fire Horse in Chinese horoscope. <laughs> so that's that's why the, we have the title. But we're both like into Van Halen, Jeff Beck, and... And when I asked him to play on, on this song, I knew he'd be the perfect person for it. So he added a lot of his own uh, ideas to it as well. So that was great work with Nuno. I, I'd love to do more stuff with him. Yeah. He does have that energy and fire in his playing that reminds me of Eddie so much. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Totally. Yeah. I mean, we talked about Eddie all the time because you played with him that one time, that one birthday party of his. And obviously that comes up all the time in our interviews. But uh, if you were able to write original material with him, how would you start? I mean, what kind of music would you do with Eddie? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would just... God, I don't know. I would let him start. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I'd, probably, I'd react and play off of him, you know, at Seth yeah. Van Halen. Yeah, he probably has, he would have like hours and hours of tape of ideas already put together, right? Oh, God. <laughs> he was so amazing. He was really amazing. I just feel blessed to have that one time jamming with him. Or It was actually two days, one day rehearsal at his house. And then oh, okay. the next day was the gig, but pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. And there's a song on the Phoenix called Dragonfly, where you explore a different format, the jazz trio with piano, bass, and drums. Uh, and on Vortex, we have another sample of that with the Scorpion track. Yes. Is this a format you intend to do more with? Maybe a tour playing that type of music only? or? Absolutely. My next album is going to be Piano Trio, just like that. And my goal is to have it out by next year and to be able to go tour in the summer, Piano Trio with Simon. Oh, okay. And a awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. To me, it's very challenging for me, and I, it forces me to really practice all the time to get my hands strong enough to pull these songs off and, and to be able to do a full show and, and not have all the keyboards around me and guitar players. <laughs> it's yeah. a challenge, and, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, – rising up to it i have some time but there's still a lot of work for me to do oh yeah there's there's no resting spot right when you're in a trio you're always in the spotlight right yeah well no i mean everyone has their moments to shine but there's nothing to hide behind there's no yeah. loud uh sounds or distortion or it's all naked yeah. right there so you have to be on top of it and especially playing with guys like Simon, who's a master jazz player, and Rick, too, play with Chick Corea, for Christ's sake. So yeah, I'm definitely punching over uh, my weight playing with those guys, but it forces <laughs> me to get better. No, that's how you get better, is when you play with guys that are better than you. And of course. You, you, you grow from there. And so yeah. I welcome that. I always welcome that. Yeah. And tell me about Key Lime Blues. It's another incredible pairing you did with Joe Bonamassa and Steve Lukather on guitars. And I hear a very total, cool. It was I very hear a total cool. vibe on that track too, right? With that shuffle. Absolutely. Well, that's yeah. going to come 
anytime <laughs> Luke is there and Simon as well. Simon and I just felt it would be great to have um, both of them come up. It has been a while since we've seen Luke and mm. and Joe and Luke are bros and, and they're both in town and, and Joe suggested, hey, why don't I just give Luke a ride up? I'll be his Uber and then we'll come up to Ojai and, and do the track. And that's what they did. And it was fantastic. We had a great day. We shot a little bit of a video, but we more importantly, we captured it on record. And the two of them just sound great together. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And another standout track for me is Nomad's Land with Mike Stern on guitar. I think sure. in, the in the list of guitar players you work with, Mike is kind of unique because he didn't come from the rock or metal world. How did you pick him for this collaboration? Well, Simon wrote this song, which I think was great. He played it for me right away. I go, let's just, this sounds great. Let's just record it as is. And, and we were thinking of who would be great to play on it. And I figured I always wanted Mike Stern on a track. And so I suggested it. And Simon goes, yeah, well, I know him. I, mean, I played with him before. I go, why don't you call him up? <laughs> and so we worked it out and it was killer. Yeah. He yeah. was great. And finishing the album, we have the epic Aurora Australis. First of all, mm -hmm. let, me, let me ask you, you have an album called Oceana. There's a Planet X album recorded in Australia, and now we have Aurora Australis. Do you have any connection with Australia that we don't know of? Or? No, well, I have relatives that live in Melbourne and, and Adelaide on the Greek side that okay. are there. But uh, I love Australia. I think it's gorgeous. But the, for, regarding the title... We wanted to come up with something magnificent, but there's so many songs named Aurora Borealis. Yeah. But then as I was looking, I said, well, what about Aurora Australis? And Simon goes, what's that? I go, it's on the other side of the planet, dude. It's the <laughs> South Pole. Yeah. <laughs> and so got we it. go, well, that's cool. And so we didn't see any other songs named that. So. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Well, it's really cool to hear you and Bumble for collaborating once again. And you guys obviously have this incredible chemistry that is palpable on this track. It's huge. Uh, yeah. Bumblefoot is just, I can't say enough good things about him in all areas, but as a player, you know, there's just really nothing he can't play. And yeah. he's just, he's fearless and I love yeah. it. It's just so unique sounding and great energy and, and Simon loves them too. And I'm very excited yeah. to, to play live with the two of them together. And I'm hoping that, that we have just such a great time that Simon's going to want to do more shows and we can go book this thing as a tour and Ron too. I hope everyone, you know, if it is as great as I think it's going to be, I could see us doing a lot more stuff. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I like the cover on the album, too, on Vortex. I see mm. you've, you've gone for a more mature vibe on the last two albums. Was it your idea to do that, the, the picture of the piano, all worn out? And... I saw uh, there was a photographer that I saw mm. on Instagram, and he had a bunch of keyboards that he took. But there was this one shot that's on my cover. It just popped right out to me, and I knew that that had to be my cover. So I contacted <laughs> him and, and worked it out with him. And um, there it is. I think it's classic. Do you like it? Yeah, I love it. I love it. You asked me about it a few months, even before it was announced as a cover. And I said, this has to be it. Yeah. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. That, that was a win, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and since the first time we spoke in 2017, uh, I know one of the guys you wanted to have on an album is Jeff Beck. 
Has there been mm-hmm. any progress in that? Have you managed to get hold of him or Simon? No, I think Jeff is too busy playing with Johnny Depp, and, yeah. and I just don't know if I'll, I'm ever going to get in there. But uh, <laughs> you know, maybe you never know. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed for that too. I mean, that would be an amazing collaboration, man. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You never know, and and um, it would be fantastic for sure. Yeah. And in parallel with doing solo albums and playing with. Sons of Apollo, Black Country Communion. You play on other people's records too. Uh, yeah. Do you keep track of how many albums you played on? I mean, it seems you do a few no. per week, right? I really have no idea, and it could be somewhere, definitely over a thousand. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know how much over. <laughs> oh wow, that's a lot, man. That's maybe. But that's like that's yeah. including everything. That's not all. You know, published. Some of them are just unknown artists that are putting out their own records. So, I mean, if you count everything, it's got to be over a thousand. Yeah, that's a world record for sure. <laughs> no, there's, no, there's people that play more, but I just, I love it. To me, I love the challenge of, of getting a piece of music, processing it instantaneously, and then being able to uh, make it better yeah. and record. And I have all the best keyboards and, you know, all my tools. I love all my, my gear and I know how to use it. And I just, you know, make this, these tracks sound better. And I send back the MP3 to these people and they love it and they're blown yeah. away. They've never heard like a real Hammond organ or a real Moog on their music before. And all of a sudden it comes alive in a way they've never heard it and they're ecstatic. And, and yeah. I, I love that. It's yeah. awesome. I know a few people, like I have friends in the music business who you know hired you and sent their MP3s or whatever. They were really happy with the results. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, the thing is, is I, I love doing it and I put my heart into it. I don't like skimp and, and I play all out whenever I play and I use all the real sounds that I use on my own records on other people's stuff. You know, it's all yeah. the same. You get the same quality. And so it's killer. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And we mentioned Bumblefoot, and I know you guys are gearing up for a few shows in South America in August with Sons of Apollo. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to play the same show I saw in Toronto in 2020, or are you preparing a few surprises? What's the strategy there? Oh, um, I think it's the same show you saw. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And can the fans expect a new Sons of Apollo album anytime soon, or are you guys in talks? There's, there's uh, no plans for um, Sons of Apollo, no plans for black country communion right mm-hmm. now all that i have on my calendar i'm focusing on is my piano uh, trio album with simon excellent excellent yeah. and well on the topic of reunion i was gonna ask when would you and brad gillis do a mega mega reunion because i know about <laughs> well when there's enough demand when the promoters come to the table they better <laughs> they better pony up some serious money <laughs> that's funny <laughs> Was there any kind of material that you guys wrote that you used somewhere else or? No, no. I don't think so. I think that band was, uh, I, I, that, that was funny. That was funny time. That just, uh, that didn't work. But I remember I was in the band at the time and then Al Petrelli got the Alice Cooper gig. He goes, Derek, he goes, I just got hired for Alice and we're auditioning keyboard players next week. And then I just remember auditioning for Alice getting the gig and then, and then Mega Mega, that was it for that. Uh, well, it's a shame, but at least Brad got to play in a few of your solo albums. So we got to hear what, what it's like, right? <laughs> oh, but yeah. And also, I got to say, Brad Gillis is a, an amazing guitar player, and he has been very helpful to me in my career. He was the first person to really, that was an established player that 
you know, recognized my plane and pulled me up and said, Hey man, I, I dig, you know, your plane, you want to come up and play on some demos or whatever. And that was a big deal for me because Brad was, you know, in night Ranger and he was in Ozzy and he was a famous guy. And I was just some kid from Santa Cruz. And, yeah, and so it was a very cool start. And then when night Ranger broke up, Brad started mega mega and, and he asked me to be the keyboard player. And that was a big deal at the time. Yeah. So it was very, very cool. I'm very thankful. Yeah. Well, uh, Andy, on a more serious note, I hope you get to play here in Toronto sometime soon, man. It's, it's been a while. It's been two and a half years now. So, oh, I know. Yeah. I, it feels longer. I mean, yeah, with COVID I haven't and done any touring at all since Sons of Apollo had to come home in in uh, 2020 in February. Yeah, that's how long I, I haven't been touring, and it's been nice. I've been home. I've got to spend a lot of time with my kids been working in my studio and, and writing and working on my piano playing. So it's all good, yeah. but I do miss, I miss playing shows for yeah. sure. Yeah. All right, man. Always a pleasure talking to you. So thanks for again, again, for a great interview and all the best with Vortex. Rodrigo, thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.